want to actually have an impact. Now, the second piece you're talking about, which is what people usually mean by election reform, how are you going to keep it from us being able to be in a position where you can manipulate the machines, manipulate the records? All right, welcome to BCP Unfiltered. I am your host, James, a.k.a. Black Conservative Patriot, Bold Conservative Patriot, Based Conservative Patriot, Blessed Conservative Patriot. And unfortunately, the somewhat, I wouldn't say bedridden, <laughs> Conservative Patriot, but uh, it's, it's this lingering cough has been a real pain in the chest. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. Uh, but it's not going to stop me. I miss you guys. I miss reporting. I just got to do this. So uh, once again... I'm going to do this in a style so that if I do have a coughing attack, it can easily be edited and you guys won't be none the wiser. This is going to be a simple edition graphically, but man, I want to get into this. Okay, the Haldeman report from Georgia has finally gone public. This is a tactic that the Marxists do over and over again to hide, to bury, to obfuscate, to whatever you want to call information. And when it finally comes out, the damage is done and it's too late. So back uh, in last year, an Obama judge sealed much of the long-awaited, anticipated Haldeman report on election voting machines that were used in Georgia. The corrupt Obama judge is Amy, Amy Totenberg. She sealed and covered up the results of an investigation of voting machines in Georgia. This past week, CISA released a report showing material discrepancies in these systems, but they also try to downplay these material issues. By the way, the corrupt Obama judge, A.B. Totenberg, 
uh, is the sister of NPR's far-left correspondent, Nina Totenberg. For those of you that actually listen to NPR may have recognized that surname. So let's talk about Judge Totenberg, who back in 2018 uh, was involved in the 2018 election and ruled things in favor when Stacey Abrams was trying to steal the governor's race back in 2018. Judge Totenberg is also the same judge who allowed Mark Elias, remember, the Hillary attorney, to try to use the 14th Amendment to prevent Marjorie Taylor Greene from running in the 2022 election. Now you can see here, Judge Totenberg is a total deep state tool of a judge. So in 2021, she uh, committed her gravest offense as a judge, some might say. There was the Haldimand report looking into the voting machines in Georgia. And in 2021, she sealed and covered up the results. Until this week, we did not know what was in that report. Now, Haldeman's investigation to the voting machines in Georgia started actually before the 2020 election, and it was completed in July of 2021. Steve Bannon actually had Kurt Olson, the attorney working in the Maricopa case, And Kurt Olson actually talked about Halderman. The the, the Halderman report is done by J. Alex Halderman. He's a cybersecurity analyst. And lo and behold, he found flaws in uh, Dominion voting machines and warned about the potential for future attacks. Now, of course, this report was sealed. And according to court documents, Halderman wrote his report after he was given 12 weeks of access to an unused Dominion ICX voting machine. By the way, said cybersecurity expert J. Alex Halderman, a professor, by the way, requested that the report be unsealed and to be shared with the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, that's CISA or CISA, that's a standalone United States federal agency responsible for our infrastructure, including our voting systems. Now, this report has, has made it to CISA, and they abbreviated a, uh, they released an abbreviated report last year, which I covered. Now, a lot of people think that the CISA report was done to kind of like soften the blow or, or maybe mitigate the results from the Holderman report. Well, this week, the Holderman report was finally released, and it confirms many things. I'm looking at the report here. Security It's 96 pages, security analysis of Georgia's image cast X ballot marking devices. Expert report submitted on behalf of plaintiffs, Donna Curling et al., Curling versus Raffensperger. Professor J. Alex Holderman, Ph.D., with the assistance of Professor Drew Springhall, Ph.D. Dated July 1st, 2021, but it's now just coming out. And it confirms that Votes can be altered in the Dominion voting machines. In fact, the report reveals that the Dominion software, like we've already known this to be true, can be hacked. Now, let's not forget 
that one, the defendant in this case, who was Raffensperger, the Secretary of State of Georgia, and he hid this information from the public until now. Now, this is a 96-page report, and I haven't gone through it and seen everything that's on it, but there is someone who has, someone who gave a analysis of this, And that is Garland Favorito, who met and talked with Steve Bannon on the War Room a few days ago. We have uh, Garland Favorito from uh, Vote GA. Talk to me about why this, why, who Halderman is, why this is important, why was it held up, and then you got a presentation to walk through. Let's let's go ahead and do it. Absolutely, Steve. Yeah, so just to give you a little bit of background, Steve, real quick. Back in 2002, Georgia made its first um, unverifiable voting system purchase. It was the old paperless direct recording electronic uh, devices. Back at that time, I wrote to the the secretary and said they were unconstitutional, as well as the evaluator, and they were not verifiable and not auditable. Fast forward, uh, they went ahead and bought them anyway. Fast forward all the way to 2017, as Mike was saying. Uh, a lawsuit was filed, Curling v. Raffensperger. We, we had already gone to the Georgia Supreme Court and lost to try to ban the old system. But in uh, 2019, the U.S. District Court uh, found that the old system was, in fact, uh, unverifiable and banned them from future reuse. That was Judge Amy Totenberg there in the, the lawsuit was Curling v. Raffensperger. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. And at that time, the, sec- the Georgia uh, went ahead and purchased a new system, which is equally as unverifiable and unsecure as we're going to see in a minute. All by design, of course, folks, all by design to continue to steal votes from Republicans and conservatives and control D.C. with puppets like Joe Biden. And that that system uh, was implemented, and the court then found that it violated two Georgia laws. Georgia uh, requires the the uh, the system to have a paper trail that is verifiable for human readable text and elector verifiable ballot. The U.S. District Court said it did not make, meet any one of these. That's the current system we're using, but she did not provide relief at that time. Uh, so. As part of all of this, Dr. Haldeman has uh, uh, produced a report. Dr. Haldeman is fascinating because he was in 2007 
he was on the Princeton University team that demonstrated before the Committee for House Administration how to hack the old machines. And he was part of that, uh, that university team from, uh, that was led by uh, Professor Felton back in 2007. So uh, he has been an expert ever since. He's a uh, professor now at University of Michigan. And he was one of the, def- the uh, expert witnesses in this case. Now, folks, if you were into election integrity back in 2007, 2008, 2009, and following these things, this is one of the reasons why people were saying that Obama stole the election of 2008, 2009. One of the reasons. There are lots of anomalies going back to the 2007. Sorry for the pause there, folks. Had to cough. If you go back to the 2008 election of Obama, there was lots of anomalies like precincts where they had over 100% turnout, uh, similar to what we've seen over the last couple of years, uh, places where everyone voted for Obama. There wasn't one dissenting vote for Obama. Even in a society where everyone voted for Obama, there'd still be anomalies and errors where people accidentally voted uh, for someone else. They meant to vote for Obama. It happens all the time. Uh, we saw none of these anomalies. Now, I'm of the opinion that that I think... Obama legitimately won in 2008, 2009. They weren't sure if he would, so they rigged it anyway. But I think he won. You can call it anecdotally, but I really ha- I've met so many and know of so many, and some of you are the same way, conservatives that wanted, I don't know, white guilt or whatever, you wanted to cast your vote for the first black president, but tell your children and grandchildren that you voted for Obama. Now, when 2012 rolled around, I don't think that uh, Obama had as many votes. Not convinced that... Uh, Milk Toast Mitt Romney didn't actually win in 2012. One of those things that we'll just never know. But Halderman has been on these hacking of these voting machines for a very, very long time. He's not a Johnny-come-lately jumping on the, oh, President Trump says he lost the election of 2020 bandwagon. This is someone who's been fighting the fight well before President Trump was President Trump or candidate Trump or President-elect Trump or any of that jazz he provided this uh this particular report but it has been sealed as mike said for over two years and finally this uh just yesterday i believe this report was released and it has some amazing findings that it basically says what we have been saying all along what mike has been saying what i you and i i've been saying so many people that the system can is very insecure it can be hacked so th- what uh, Dr. Haldeman did is he looked at only the, the ballot marking device part of the system. Uh, this is limited to that. It doesn't actually even include the scanners, which have another incredibly uh, vulnerable thing, which we have already found uh, are, are, have been uh, compromised in the 2020 election in Fulton County. Uh, so that's the background, Steve, of all of, of uh, what's been going on that kind of sets up this report and the unsealing of it. Holloman's totally independent, right? He, he's some guy that's an expert in the field. He's, he's a subject matter expert. He has no axe to grind on this, correct? Uh, absolutely. And if anything, he's uh, he's leans far more on the Democrat side than the Republican. So, But as you said, he's an independent professor certainly has no uh, no axe to grind, particularly for uh, uh, Donald Trump or any Republicans. When you, right before you, I want to go to the slides. Last thing, 
this was a titanic fight to even get this released. Just give me a minute on why. I mean, this has been the biggest fight to get this released. Why was it so hard to get this thing revealed now that we see the information? But tell me why it was so hard. uh, That's a fascinating question, uh, Steve. And I really don't have a concrete answer. But as you said, it was a titanic fight. Um, uh, people um, from all over uh, different organizations have requested that this report be released for the security of their own voting systems. Uh, the Secretary of State of Louisiana requested that it be released. Uh, OAN requested that it would be released for part of their uh, their lawsuit. I think Fox News as well, uh, you know, because Dominion is suing them. Uh, it's critical information, but it's critical to the the security of elections in in, in the country, because you could do, yeah. uh, Dr. Holloman could have done the same thing to a different uh, vendor as well. Yes, and that's could have yeah. probably has okay. a similar vulnerability. A reminder, it's not just Fox that was sued by Dominion. And then, you know, obviously we know Fox settled and then got rid of Tucker Carlson. But OEN is on the, on the fight as well. Being sued by Dominion supposedly for not saying truth reporting. One of the, See, it's all coordinated, folks. We talk about the deep state. We talk about the corrupt media we talked about the corrupt court system they're all coordinating that there's not some master plan with one group of five people controlling everything they just have their interests aligned right they have their interests aligned the leftist judges do what they're told dominion pays off people to and tell them what to do and the marxists are happy with that because that's how they steal elections everyone plays their part often compartmentalized so that no one knows what everyone else is doing, but they're all working toward the same end. Let me show you real quick what OAN reported on and why they're in this lawsuit with Dominion. And you can see this is why this Holdman report was being buried for so long. They had to continue the narrative that to speak out and report on stolen elections is wrong. Isn't it funny that this report comes out within a week of, or a couple of weeks maybe, of YouTube changing their rules, saying that you can now talk about stolen elections? Are they trying to prepare for the fact that when President Trump wins, that now it's going to be okay to say that President Trump stole the election? I wonder what these bastards are up to. Anyway, here's what OAN reported on, uh, I think over a year ago. Let me get you this uh, exact date before I play the clip. Uh, this is, well, it just, it just says this clip is from over a year ago. Check it out. New developments out of Georgia continue to indicate a significant amount of voter fraud may have occurred in Fulton County. Here's one America's Chanel Rion. Something about the imaging of the ballots, how these ballots are tabulated through digital image files and then certified through the state of Georgia Voter GA claims that something was very amiss in that process. So in that report, they're talking about what was found from early investigations. Their guest on that particular program was, again, the attorney, Mr. Favorito. And this is uh, the time when the Halderman report was originally released. And then CISA did a soft version of it to lower the impact and the blow of the disclosure that, yeah, these Dominion machines can be compromised. All right, so let's uh, come back to present. 
Favrito again with Steve Bannon outlining the findings of the Haldeman report. We've never been machine guys here because I think the way they stole it was obviously through the mail-in ballots and the signature verifications. As Garland, I know you've been deep in that fight too. However, this report for the guys, the machine guys, the, the, the Mike Lindells and these guys, and the Jovan Pulitzers and others, let's go ahead and go through the slides because this is pretty damning what the, what the professor said on the independent analysis. Go ahead, Garland. Walk us through it. Now, this is where I respect everyone who's fighting to expose the stolen election of 2020 and our compromised election systems as a whole in 2022 and going back before that. But it's important, folks, that we understand there's machine guys, there's voter, verif- there's signature verification, there's absentee ballot. They knew that Joe Biden didn't have a snowball's hell in ch- uh, snowball's chance in. Okay, sorry, folks. <clears throat> a snowball's chance in hell of winning. So the rigging was on in every single one of these aspects. They weren't just going to de- depend on the absentee ballots. They weren't just going to depend on people not verifying signatures, and they weren't going to just depend on the rigging of the machines. It was all hands on deck. It was every single option available to them to steal and rig the election. Any one of these single things would have overturned the election back over to Trump. That is why all of these things and all these investigations have been opposed. This is how big and crushing this machine is. All right, let's get into the bullet points. This is important stuff, folks. And of course, where are you seeing it? OAN, Steve Bannon here, uh, some great patriots on Rumble uh, uh, covering this as well. Mainstream media, absolute crickets, as we would expect, including Fox News, all part of the same Marxist propaganda machine. But we are not. We are not part of that machine. We have uh, here on, well, I say here and we, I mean me, kicked off of the biggest platform in the world for exposing these truths. But they're not going to stop me. They're not going to shut me up. They're not going to shut up Steve Bannon or Real America's Voice or many of us who want to get you this information. This This was a great segment, folks, over on The War Room. Check this out. Basically, this is about what we call the Dominion ICX, which is the ballot marking device. And it says that, uh, Dr. Harleman says that, I show that the ICX suffers from critical vulnerabilities that can be exploited to subvert all of its security mechanisms. Um, He goes on to say that he demonstrates that these vulnerabilities provide multiple routes by which attackers can install the malicious software on Georgia ballot marking devices. Wow. There are... Uh, it says right here, there are multiple routes by which attackers can install malicious software. Doesn't sound very secure. There's not one loophole. We don't know the exact number of multiple, but there isn't just one or one error here. There are multiple vulnerabilities and it's not just remote access because I'm saying, oh, it's not on the internet. It's not connected on the internet, which is a lie. But it's not just remote election interference, but also with temporary physical access, you know, a USB drive and other things that I have shown you on this program. And I did at length and in detail two years ago. 
And he continues on. He says, I explain how such malware can alter voters' votes while subverting all of the procedural protections practiced by the state. Um, That's about as damning as you can get. You go on to number uh, slide three. um, And he says that attackers can alter the QR codes on the printed ballots to modify voter selections. The QR code, Steve, as you know, uh, contains the votes. The votes are accumulated out of the QR code. The system does not accumulate what the voter actually can see on text. And he also found that the attackers can forge or manipulate the smart cards that the ballot marking device uses to authenticate technicians, poll works, and voters. Folks, at this juncture, after all we've seen, we can only conclude two things. Either Dominion machines are absolutely crappy and shitey pieces of tech and should not be used, or that's the whole purpose and it's by design that is this way for them to steal elections. But there's more folks. For instance, you don't have to have a lot of time with these machines to be able to hack them. Design flaw or perhaps actually a feature that's wanted by those that want to steal elections. He says that the software update that Georgia installed in October 2020 left Georgia's ballot marking devices in a state where anyone can install malware with only brief physical access to the machines. Yes, but that brief access must be from someone who is a techno whiz hacker, right? No, not quite. And he goes on to say, I showed that this problem can potentially be exploited in the polling place, even by non-technical voters. And folks, it goes on and on and on. There's other other things as well. For instance, it's uh, it contains lots of different Android applications, including a terminal emulator. So that means that someone that has a supervisory interface can just go in and simply with a text a text editor alter the results. I mean, there's other things that come out of it. I think you get the gist. Absolute proof from this Holdren report that the Dominion voting machines are capable and vulnerable, capable to uh, capable of rigging elections because of their myriad of programmed in vulnerabilities. Vulnerabilities that were protected by their secret agents in Georgia. By secret agents, I mean Republican backstabbing, treasonous traitorous rat bastards, Brad Raffensperger, the Secretary of State, and then the Governor Kemp, who was also previous to that Secretary of State. This is what I don't get. Why did Raffensperger, Kemp, you know, Kemp, the hack Kemp, oh, excuse me, the next guy, after DeSantis crashes and burns, which is happening before our eyes, Kemp's on deck. Okay, so we're going to have fun with that one. Remember, this guy was such a rock star. He spent eight years as Secretary of State of Georgia. Think about that for a second. What talent do you have to have to spend eight years as the Secretary of State of Georgia? Sir, why did they, why did Kemp and and Raffensperger not say, we must release this, we must release this report, we need everybody to see this? Why have they fought it harder than anybody? 
Steve, because they've been in cover-up mode for years, uh, you know, the elections are are just, they're fraudulent. Elections, in, in, and it's not just in Georgia, but this whole, it's a facade. The fact that you can conduct elections on unverifiable electronic voting equipment and then hide the ballots so that no one can see and just give them uh, give the people the results. This is Wizard of Oz voting, and it's been going on for 20 years, and it, it, it's got to stop. And they are part of the corruption, unfortunately. They are part of the problem because, as I've reported previously, Georgia is one of those states where they have an operation where they run Democrats and Democrat operatives as Republicans. And there you have two great examples of that. All right, folks, I wish I had more of a voice that could last for a longer uh, report. Let me stop here and get this up to you. I really miss doing this. As soon as my voice is back, we'll be doing, you know, once again, getting back to our multi-story coverage. But I'm going to keep pumping these out, folks, as long as I have a voice. Nothing can stop me. Sickness won't stop me. And of course, the Marxist censoring bastards won't stop me. I do want to thank uh, Patreon, Locals, Rumble, Spotify, and the podcasting platforms for allowing me to express my free speech and your marketplace right to hear and consume the content you want to as a big boy, big girl adult. Until the next one, ciao, goodbye, God bless. Power!